Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm chatting all about living with the seasons. So you might notice a little change on the intro and outros. So I am um, doing all the podcasts myself. So I'm just like ditching the intro and outro because frankly, I don't know how to do that and how to add that in. So there's going to be a little bit of um, change up. And when I introduce a guest, most likely the guest is going to be on the line and I'm going to try to do something fun, um, like some like hot fire, hot fire. I'm not sure if that's the right way, but the quick rapid fire, that's what I was thinking, rapid fire questions um, to kind of introduce them. So I'm going to do um, a guest, I think are lined up all the month of September and our theme is living with the seasons. So I would like to do um, today as kind of a kickoff episode and I have guests lined up pretty much every Tuesday now through the rest of the year. I have some incredible friends and I've met almost all of the guests that are coming on or know them or have worked with them um, in the past. And so very excited to share all of these wonderful people with you. And then I will still continue with the seasonal Saturday episodes. Um, but really doing two solo shows a month was a lot. It was a lot of content. And, um, if I just, I really like to have a guest to kind of break it up and, um, I can just pop in on Saturdays and kind of, um, you know, share what's coming up for me. So that's, that's the direction of the podcast for the rest of the year. Cause I have that already mapped out. So this month we are diving into living with the seasons. And I think this is an appropriate topic because this is the fall transition right now. We're transitioning into, um, from that summer energy into that fall energy. Most kids are back in school. Um, you know, today, like usually I know in Minnesota, a lot of us have schools that start after Labor Day. And so a lot of kids, if they haven't already started, are starting today. So the reason I chose September is I feel this call, and I think a lot of us are feeling this, this call to connect back to nature. And um, connecting to nature is also connecting back to ourselves. The things that we used to do and know inherently. Um, I think this is something that we have felt a loss of connection with in the past, um, I don't know, probably 20, 30 years. And we just feel this calling to get back into, um, what is going around, what is going on around us is happening inside of us. So that energy that we're feeling at this fall time, where it's a little bit of coolness in the air. And there's that just new excitement of new beginnings. That's what we're feeling in our bodies as well. And that is where I'm going to lead into a little bit of going through the seasons and associating them with Ayurveda. And so telling maybe some tips that you can do to help ground during that season or help stay in balance during the season, because each of the seasons are associated with a dosha and um, balancing that dosha. Well, technically you want to actually start balancing that dosha the season before. So right now, um, you know, as I'm recording this, we are in like the last couple weeks of August. And so we'd actually want to be starting to ground that vata energy that's coming in right now. And uh, we're still in that pitta time of year, but that vata is right around the corner. So now is the perfect time to dive into the vata and um, doing some of the things that I suggest for grounding the vata. This is something that you can start doing um, right now. And as we're prepping for fall to winter, that's where we do that like seasonal detox. And so in the fall, we usually like to do a detox, which I'll talk more about, um, you know, after when I get to the fall and spring uh, tips, but that is something that the end of September I will be doing this year. So I'm going to do it a little bit earlier. Um, as my teachers have said, that's actually the best week to do it is in, um, you know, kind of that last week of September. So I'm going to move my detox up from October and give it a shot and see how, see how it goes. 
So let's start by, we're going to actually dive into winter first. So the first, um, the first little season and ideas that you can do, we're going to start there. So with winter, winter is that vata leading into a kapha time of year. And so we have a little bit of both going on. And depending who you talk to, um, some Ayurvedic people say, no, it's just vata. Others have it split into vata in, and leading into kapha. Um, you know, I personally, being in this cold weather state, I feel the vata into kapha um, being in Minnesota. Depending on where you live, you might feel a little different energy. So kind of tune into that. And when I describe some of this, you might say, oh, yeah. I am, no, we are in a kapha place or we're in a vata place or yeah, I have a combo going on. So just really pay attention to that. So with the, with the winter, you know, it's the season of going inwards. We want to cocoon and, um, you know, it's often we, you know, we're cold, it's dark outside, you know, especially in the Midwest. It can be a tough season emotionally for many of us. You know, that's where that, um, we can get out of balance. We get depressed, there can be some greed, gluttony, low motivation, and those things are all associated with um, that kapha. And um, well, technically, again, they can be with all three doshas, but um, stick with me in <laughs> for just a basic understanding of it. We'll just say kapha. And um, so what can we do about this? Let's, let's dive into some tips here for the winter. So you want to keep your agni high. So agni is your digestive fire. In the winter, constipation can occur because our colons, they start to get cold and dry, just like our skin, because that's what's going on outside. So that's what's going on inside of us. So making sure we're eating foods that are keeping things moving, like soup, warm cooked veggies, warm drinks, like the tea. Um, you can have, like this is where the matcha latte or just stuff like that, the warm you know, stuff that's really gonna, like bone broth, all of that stuff is really good right now. Room temperature water, especially in the winter. I mean, year round, it's great, but really winter, we need that room temperature. And then all of those are going to help keep our Agni high and which keeps our Ama low, which Ama is toxins in the body. So in the end, that means you'll stay healthier. The less Ama that we have, the better our Agni is, the less likely we'll get sick because that means everything is moving as it should. Next up, sipping on warm tea or water throughout the day. So for me, I really look forward to my afternoon cup of tea. Now, right now, my favorite kind is the Numi Rubis chai tea. I hope I said that right. Um, there's no caffeine in it, so it's perfect for that cold, toasty, you know, cold weather. Um, and if you start to feel like you're coming down with the sniffles, this is also a little tea recipe that I love to make, but it's warm water. You add half a lemon, cinnamon, a dab of honey, and half an inch of fresh ginger and a sprinkle of turmeric. I don't really measure as you might see from that recipe, but that's about what I put into it. And then that kind of helps fight off that cold. I also make fire cider and elderberry syrup. I do fire cider personally, and my son does elderberry syrup, but that's another way. Usually if I feel like someone's coming down with a cold, I will take the fire cider and just like a tablespoon of that. And my son will do elderberry syrup. And that's also another great way to use. And I'll actually start making those right now. So I'm going to start making mine a little bit earlier and I'll probably make a couple batches because I finished my fire cider Oh, I finished it maybe last February and I didn't make another batch because it takes about a month to make. So if you're going to make it, you actually want to plan this out because it will sit, you'll have all the ingredients and it sits in a jar for about a month before it's ready to um, be used. So that's just a heads up if you are thinking about making some fire cider. And I have a recipe on my, um, over on my blog. So if you just actually go over into andreaclawson.com, you can just search fire cider in the search bar and that, that will come up with the recipe that I use. So that would be something to really think about making right now. 
Again, not a big hit with the kids. That's where the elderberry syrup comes into place um, because the fire cider, it's got that intensity. It's got the heat. And a lot of kids don't like that hot of um, things to drink. Um, the next up, another tip for the winter is taking a warm bath, adding lavender to help relax the muscles or ginger to help stimulate the muscles. So depending on what you need, you know, you might add different ingredients to your bath. Making sure you go to bed between nine and 10. And if you've listened to the podcast, you know, I'm a fan of going to bed early, you know, in the winter, especially I, in the summer, I've been going to bed at eight 30. So in the winter I might go to bed as early as eight. So when I put my son down, I'll probably be heading to bed right after him. But that is, this is the circadian rhythm. You know, it's getting darker early and our bodies feel it. Our bodies start to slow down. And so you want to go to bed when you start to feel that slow down energy. Um, and if you wake up, uh, most people aren't going to wake up necessarily. I mean, unless you have insomnia and some other stuff going on, but you're not going to wake up at like two o'clock and think you're ready to go. If you go to bed at eight, because the winter, again, usually our bodies just crave that rest a little bit more and that deeper relaxation. So that is, um, that is something that's really key in the winter months is to pay attention to that. Next up is dressing in layers. So this is going to be where the vata and that kapha, they tend to be like the vatas tend to be really cold. Whereas a kapha, they might, they have a little bit colder um, touch to them. They also are a little bit colder. It's not quite chilled to the bone like vatas get, but kaphas tend to run cold as well. And so dressing in layers. So just like your grandma might've told you, like put the sweater on, take your shirt. This is key in the winter. Um, especially when we work in cold offices, having the extra layers to make sure that you stay warm. Cause we want to keep that internal body temperature warm. Um, and especially if you know that, like for me, I travel to different pe people's homes and, um, to gyms. And so I have different layers and I throw in sweatshirts because you just never quite know in the winter how um, cold or hot people you know, keep their home. So some it's hot, so I'll take off my layer. Some are colder and I'll put it on. Um, but that is definitely something that's helpful. Another one is avoid raw and cold foods. So in the winter, our digestion, again, can get a little bit stale and stagnant and it can get cold and dry. So having those warm um, foods like the soups, again, this is why people love soups in the winter. It's, it really does help with the digestion. This is something our ancestors did. Um, we had soups, a big old pot of soup, plus it's easy to make. So if you haven't really discovered or played with soup, play with it. Like really soup is one of my go-tos. It's something I will literally have every single night. Um, and there's so many different recipes and there's really no wrong way to do it. So play with soup. If you haven't, um, throw in different veggies. It's a great way to get different seasonal veggies into your diet as well. Um, giving yourself a massage every morning. So in Ayurveda, we call it Abhinyanga. And that is that helps ground us, that scattered energy, that anxiety, and having a warming oil that kind of helps us make us feel nourished and taken care of. So a sesame oil is great for the winter months. And then if you want an oil for your dosha or to treat a dosha imbalance, vata responds well with the sesame. Pitta responds well with coconut or neem. And again, only if you know that you're getting a little too fiery, but coconut oil can be, these are cooling oils. So they might not be the best for winter, but if you're feeling out of balance, that actually will help cool you down. And then kapha responds well to sesame, almond oil, or olive oil. And then be a home buddy. So feel free to stay at home in the winter. Enjoy cozy comforts of your surroundings. You know, put on a fire if you have a fireplace, binge on Netflix. Like it's okay to be a home buddy in the winter, especially on those cold days and the, we just don't want to be outside in that wind because it, again, it will, it will affect our bodies. 
Enjoy a golden milk before bed. So golden milk an hour or so before bed. You can also Google recipes for that. Um, but it's basically a milk of your choice, a little bit of turmeric. Um, you can do a little froth in there if you want. Otherwise, just having a little bit of that, maybe some cinnamon, and then enjoying that before you go to sleep. And then working out. So you can be more active in the winter months. You know, the high intensity, like the hits or the hot yoga, that actually is really good for the body in the winter months. So those are some of the winter tips that I have. Um, now, obviously, from wintery transition into spring. So that springtime is the rejuvenation. The life is starting to come back. The weather is warming up. We feel energized and we just crave being outside. And we're moving into the kapha time of year. So the spring detox is something that Ayurveda suggests. And when they're detoxes, we're not talking about taking um, you know, shakes or pills. It's really eating kitchery. That's pretty much what the spring detox is. It's eating kitchery, making the kitchery um, you know, for anywhere from three to five to seven days. And then it helps remove that stuck energy. And it transitions you into a lighter time of year because that spring from that heavy winter feelings, we're going into a lighter time of year. And this is also where people tend to get sick. So those spring detoxes can help kind of, um, it can really help you with that flow and with that um, nourishment during this time. So we hopefully don't get those, you know, springtime colds. But if you want more information on this, I know I've done tons of podcast episodes about um, Ayurvedic detoxes or cleanses. Um, so just feel free to check out the podcast episodes or go on my website. It's going to be the easiest way to find it, um, to find what number it is. But that is something that if you want a little bit more deeper dive on that, I talk about that in depth um, in, I think, a whole solo show. Next up in the spring is spend time outdoors and wear layers again. So going outside now, we might in Minnesota, like the first 50 degree day, people are in shorts and tank tops. It's actually not a good idea. Our bodies haven't had time to adjust to that weather change. And so that actually does lead us to get sick, you know, so having the extra, you know, shirt on or, you know, the jacket and then being able to just, you know, take those clothes off as you need to when you're warmer, when you're on your walks or your runs. Um, that helps give our body time to adjust to that sudden temperature change. Spring is a great time to plan a new project. So starting something new, if you wanted to like build a she shed in your backyard, now is the time. If you wanted to plan a trip, you know, this is a great energy. We feel that rejuvenation and we feel that energy of starting a new morning or evening routine. Like this is a great time to, um, you know, look at what's going on in your life and say, okay, what, what do I want to switch? You know, maybe you haven't worked out over the winter and you want to start a new, new routine. This is another great time to do it. Um, and then transitioning to the exercise, hardcore workouts are great in the spring. Um, and when I say hardcore, um, I like my, the pittas might understand like those hit classes, the hot yoga, um, a run outside. Those are all great because again, the temperature is a little bit cooler. And so doing a heavier duty workout um, is actually totally fine in the spring. And then tuning into what you want. Spring is the time we feel the most connected to ourselves. So we have that new energy and new excitement. You know, we might start a new um, meditation or journaling practice to get us back into touch with our bodies and with ourselves. So we just have that new excitement. And so take advantage of that and start new projects. Um, and then finally, eat seasonally and locally. And this goes with everything, but as any new season, there are new foods coming. So you're going to have new fruits and veggies in season. Um, look at the produce at your local grocery store. And if you don't know what's in season, I know there's tons of different um, sites. I know in my holistic fitness almanac, I have 
seasonal um, foods. So that way we can kind of see what is actually in season. You know, sweet potatoes and Brussels sprouts in the spring aren't really that in season anymore. Those are more winter foods. And so really starting to look around and notice, okay, yep, this is in season or nope. Um, this is no longer in season. So like most things in our data, we might've heard them before. You know, our grandparents might've taught us some of these things. Um, and they're true. And so tuning back into that, you know, the instant gratification and self-indulgence um, sometimes win out first the slow and steady pace of listening to our bodies and the season that we're in. So noticing the marketing around certain things, pay attention to that because all of that's geared to help, not really, not all is to help, but some is to, um, you know, move you away from that trusting your instincts. Instead, they're trying to push their product or service, you know, at the store. So they might be trying to push a fruit or veggie or um, actually, I'd rather have you get a fruit or veggie, no matter what, than some of like the processed foods, but really paying attention to their marketing around that. All right, now we're transitioning to the summer time of year. So that summer is the pitta energy. So in the summer, the heat starts to intensify and we don't watch ourselves. You know, we start to really see the effects. We become short fused, intense, judgmental. So that's where it, what can happen in summer. We might see an increase in violence in the summer. I know that usually I always read about more violent crimes happening in those summer months, especially here because people are outside more and the temperatures flare. And one of the things I was describing to one of my clients was if we think about, um, I think we had read about a shooting in outside of a bar and they said, well, if that it's summer, so at the time it was summer and it was that heat, that intensity, plus you add alcohol onto it. Now we got two things that are just really firing up that heat and intensity. And if you argue or get in a fight with someone, which typically is what's happening, and then there becomes violent crimes after because that all is just one boiling pot ready for things to just burst. So that's one um, way to kind of think about that pitta energy going wrong in the summer. So how can we keep that from happening? Um, you know, incorporating different nutrition. So that nutrition to help cool us. So we talk about opposites and we talk about opposites healing. So like a cucumber, fresh garden vegetables, smoothies, um, yogurt, coconut oil, melons, ghee, watermelon, all of that is nice and nourishing and just calming foods. Now in the workouts in the summer, the intense workouts are not ideal. So easing up with that, maybe yoga, walking, swimming. So um, if you're going to work out, do it in the morning um, or in the evening after the, well, in the evening, I actually wouldn't suggest after the sun goes down because in the summer it goes down pretty late. So trying to get, you know, more intense workout done in the morning. Um, and we can overdo that pitta energy. And again, from my personal training standpoint and from me being uh, more pitta, I actually don't find myself getting um, overly pitta energy from a workout. I find myself finding my balance with a workout no matter what season I'm in. So just kind of knowing yourself and testing. So some might get a little out of balance for others. You might be like, no, I actually need that to stay in balance. So that one's a little bit about knowing yourself. Spraying yourself with flower waters to keep cool. So I actually have rose water and I'll spray that on my face if I'm feeling um, just extra feisty. Um, staying outside and enjoying the moon. So the moon is actually going to help pacify that intensity of the pitta dosha. And then coconut oil yourself up. Do you know, gentle self-massage every day with coconut oil it helps calm the nervous system down and it reduces dehydration. Drinking cool but not ice cold water. So you can add a little mint, cucumber, or lime for a twist, and that helps, again, pacify pitta. And avoid intensity and conflict in July and August, especially from that 10 to 2 p.m., um, because that's when the heat is the strongest and tempers tend to flare. 
So staying away from people who might trigger you for arguments at that time of the day. Sleeping on the right side to help cool the nervous system. So when you go to bed at night, trying to sleep on that right side. Some essential oils for the summertime are rose, lavender, jasmine, lotus, and sandalwood. And then finally, slowing down. So the summertime is not the time to start new projects, um, you know, especially adding like 10 different projects on your plate. So pick when you're most productive and then work hard during those hours and really do minimal tasks or, you know, just kind of try to do, try to stay off social media when you're non-busy hours, but just try to do something like even, um, you know, just meditating, journaling, um, you know, turn on a quick, easy sitcom TV show, something just to kind of calm you down and just keep you mellow. All right. So we're on to our last season, the fall season. So the fall season is that Vata time of year and it's another great time to um, do a cleanse. So that late September, October is that great time to do a cleanse. And once that weather starts to cool down. So the cleanse again can be anywhere from three days to, you know, three weeks if you want. So um, I'm going to have you kind of, if you want to really do the cleanse, I'm going to direct you once more to, uh, an episode where I, you know, kind of chatted more about that. So again, Google the cleanses and I have more info on exactly how to do that. But what you want to kind of avoid in that fall season are cold foods and drinks, raw foods, spicy ingredients, nightshades, which are tomatoes, peppers, eggplant, and white potatoes, vigorous exercise, eating between meals and eating too much at one time. And that usually goes for the cleanse. So if you're going to set that up, those are just a quick guideline for a cleanse. Um, again, kitchery is the main staple for what you're eating, but those are other things that you want to avoid on that cleanse. So what do you want to enjoy in general during that Vata time of year, during the fall season? So if you need a nap, great time to do it. Um, getting to bed early. You know, that fall season is a time of transition. So if we start to look around the trees and the weather, the plants, everything is changing and our bodies feel it. We start to kind of slow down and we start to feel that energy of, hey, I need to ground down a little bit. So that, you know, looking at those, um, what, what things can actually ground you. So looking into those forms of exercise, hit workouts that can come back into your routine when the weather starts to cool, grounding yoga practice. Lighter strength training sessions, so think 15 to 20 reps if you're feeling a little spacey or ungrounded, so that repetition of doing um, a longer repped workout, so think like um, 20 squats to a shoulder press or uh, a wall sit, or which actually, now that I'm even just saying this, I'm like, that is too, I mean, it's so ironic and so my body knew. I actually did a longer repped workout out of the blue, just totally random last week. And it must be because my body was feeling it. I was like, oh, I don't want to do what I actually have planned today. I don't want to do those shorter reps. I wanted to do something a little bit longer and that helps ground you down, which I, that's, oh, that's awesome. So again, this is the part of where you're, sometimes your body knows so much more than your mind does. And you just intuitively are drawn to these things. And that is why, like, we're just like, Hey, I want to do, you know, maybe some sprints on the treadmill followed by 50 wall balls back to the sprints back to 20 push-ups. That all is a longer workout, which helps ground that bottom. So pay attention to that. If your body says, Hey, I feel like this today versus that there's probably a reason sleep is key during this fall season. And then a morning and an evening routine that you follow. So this is another great time to tune into what routine do you want during this time? Um, cause again, kids are going back to school. 
uh, morning and evening routines have changed slightly because now kiddos might have homework. Um, they might be, you're going to get a bet to bed probably a little bit earlier because they got school the next day. Morning is going to change because now you have to get them ready for school and get them out the door. Um, so all of that's going to shift and what you're doing needs to shift. And so kind of looking, okay, what do I need to adjust? Maybe you don't have a routine and you want one. Um, maybe you have to get to bed a little bit earlier so you can get up a little bit earlier to start your morning routine. Um, and then getting to bed by 10, that still goes for any season, but the fall is a great time to really start, um, you know, getting back to the 10 PM bedtime. If the summer it started to get a little bit later and later an afternoon grounding practice, such as a walk in nature, meditation practice, or even a few yoga poses. So that's going to help fight that afternoon fatigue. So I'm going to have a whole episode talking about 10 minute medicine. And that is kind of a, a term that I've coined to help you come back to yourself. And I think that's actually this Saturday's episode. So tune into that if you want more ideas on how to come back to yourself in like 10 minutes. So that is what I will share with you a little bit more in depth with on Saturday. All right. So those are, those are it. That's what I have for you about the seasons. It's really important to tune into them and notice all of these little subtle changes. I use the change of seasons as a time to check in with my routines each and every time. So the, um, fall equinox that will be coming up here, um, September 21st, it's a great time to just put on your calendar and say, how do I want to adjust my routines? You know, you're a few weeks in now to September at that point, and you'll be able to say what's working, what's not, how are my kids adjusting to their schedule? And where, where do I want to be until the, you know, winter equinox? So that's just something to really think about is, you know, that winter solstice, which is December 21st, um, you're going to have a few months to, you know, three months where you might have this routine that you're in and that will feel really good. And then, you know, come December 21st, you'll readjust and say, okay, what is that going to look like when I'm in the depth of winter? That routine is going to look different. So honor that and notice, you know, what foods do you want to eat? What workouts do you want to do? What routines do you want to have into place? All of that is stuff that you can look at, um, you know, coming up in the next few weeks if you're not already. All right. Your weekly challenge, what practices from the actual season that you're in, can you practice? So we're going to be again, sliding into that Vata or fall time of year. So what do you want to do? Um, during the fall to make your, you know, routines and your balance come into place. All right. That is what I have for you this week. Thank you so much. And everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. <laughs>